0: Here's Pastor Scott. For today, in Ephesians chapter 6, verse 11, the Bible says, Put on the whole armor of God, that you may be able to stand against the wiles, that means the strategies of the devil. For we wrestle not against flesh and blood, but against principalities, against powers, against the rulers of the darkness of this world, against spiritual wickedness in high places. I want to preach to you this morning from a sermon titled, What About? halloween pray with me god thank you for your word god i thank you for allowing us to gather together in your name today and i pray god that you'd speak to us for those who have heard these things taught before and for those who haven't god i pray that you'd give us ears to hear what you say we believe that you are a right now ready god we ask for fresh revelation in this place in jesus name amen I already told you, it's my least favorite sermon to preach ever. Um, Sometimes I skip by the year without preaching it because I don't feel like God uh, makes me, but this year I'm convinced that he really wants us to go over these things again for some and for the first time for others. But let me say this, Halloween is not good. That's too, what's that? Amen, not good. Um, now, here's what's crazy. There is a growing number who will tell you, and these are adults, that Halloween is their favorite holiday. And I'm like, man, you, got, you really got to be working it to go in, in that direction. But here's, here's the thing i'm going to give you some facts this morning and i'm going to let you decide what to do but here's what i want you to hear and i've said this every time and no matter how, how many times i say it no matter how many ways i say it somebody gets mad i'm never going back there again he poo-pooed on my favorite holiday um well i'm just trying to do what god called me to do and and equip you with the right information to feed you with knowledge that is beneficial to the body of Christ now you can look these stats up these stats are very easily found on the internet you can go through investopedia you can go through USA today you can go through CSNBC you can go through and I'm not advocating any one of those sites that's just some of the ones that popped up first for me but according to the National Retail Federation over 10.6 billion dollars will be spent this year on Halloween making it a record over last year which was a record over the year before that are you seeing that happen bigger 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 more 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 does anybody know that we've been in a pandemic does anybody know that sending your children out to strangers house to be coughed on spat on touched taking stuff i mean it's amazing churches didn't survive the pandemic i personally know of one church older than ours that shut down um during the pandemic uh because of lack of financial support people just quit coming they quit giving and churches didn't survive but you know the government remember remember when there was a pandemic as if there's not still one now i was asking the staff this morning what happened what what switch got flipped what 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 dial did they turn off to all of a sudden say, oh, there's no pandemic, there's no mask, there's no social distancing, just cough on anybody you want to, spit in each other. When when did that happen? And and Elder Keon, as often is, was the voice of reason. He said, it stopped because the media stopped talking about it. No medical breakthrough came. No No new vaccine that would keep you from getting it came. But, but people just quit talking about it. Some churches didn't survive. Small businesses didn't survive. Gymnasiums, fitness centers didn't survive. But man, Halloween, huh. If you had taken out stock in Halloween five years ago, you'd be the richest person in America. Because it has broken records every year over year over year. And I'm not talking about hundreds of dollars. I'm not talking about thousands or hundreds of thousands of dollars. I'm not talking about millions or tens of millions or hundreds of millions. I'm not talking about billions I'm talking about tens of billions of dollars that Americans who report that they're broke who statistically live beyond their means who uh, most have uh, more debt than they can stomach the government tells us that uh, over 70% 70% of Americans could not come up with $500 cash money without charging it or borrowing it if it meant a life-saving operation for their child. Just don't have $500 laying around. They'd have to borrow it from somebody or charge it. Yet and still, we, we, we broke for the first time ever this year that $100 barrier that Halloween advocates have been looking for. Right now, the average American will spend over $100. That's across $330 million uh, Americans, the average American will spend over a hundred dollars. If you didn't spend any, your neighbor spent two hundred on Halloween. Where are these people? You're going to spend two hundred dollars on Halloween? Absolutely right. Absolutely, total decency. It is, it, and and people need to know. Ten point six billion dollars. How much could you do with ten point six billion dollars? I mean, how could if they'd have just divided that up among us? We could have done better with it when, than, than what is going to happen over 50 states and all these territories that, are, that, that America has um, by the end of this month. Now, you don't have to look far. And, and I've had people want to come to my office. I've had people, and, and you're welcome to, I, I promise you. Call the church. Ask for an appointment. They'll make you one. You're welcome to come to my office. Because somebody always wants to come sit down and explain to me the goodness of Halloween explain to me where I missed it explain to me how biblically they're right and I'm wrong and I always invite everybody to come to me and discuss Bible to discuss theology but but make sure you know I've been reading this book every day for over 41 years and you haven't I got multiple degrees in this book and you don't and I don't speak off the cuff I research what I say so uh, I, I invite you to come in come in with a bucket load of stuff though because we, we're going to have a real discussion. Over two-thirds of Americans said this year that they'll take place in it, which, which is up markedly from the last year's uh, because of the pandemic, even though the dollar amount was going higher and higher. How do you let 10 kids ding-dong at your front doorbell, but you won't let Johnny go outside in his own backyard and play by himself without a mask on? Nobody's hearing me? This, 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 this ain't crazy to somebody other than me. Uh, you don't have to look hard. If, if you're on the, the Halloween defense, you don't have to look hard. Uh, for adults, take a wild guess what the number one costume for adults, it, I'll give you a hint. It's been this way, ready? For over 30 years, which is as far back as they could find the tracking to go. There's never been anything even half as close as this one costume for adults. Anybody want to guess what the number one costume for adults is? Witches. Of course. Why? Because it's so, it's so holy and God-loving, and they thought they'd make a witch their centerpiece. Number two for adults, vampires, ghosts, cats, and pirates. Let me just say something about pirates for all you pirate lovers out there. May as well bust all the bubbles I can bust today. Do you know that, according to historians, that the vast majority, some say upwards of 80% of pirates, were homosexuals? Y'all matter about that than Halloween? I felt that reverb all the way up here. Hey, put a bunch of men on a ship for a couple of years together. That's not at the Navy. That's not at the Navy. That's not at the Navy. That's the reason I joined the army though. (laughs) Witches, number one. Vampires, ghosts, cats, pirates. Now the kids, the kids come in a little different uh, because we we have brainwashed our children by by taking them to movies. Uh, So the number one kid's costume, and again, at least for the last five years in a row, uh, same costume for kids. Uh, I'll give you a hint. It's, it could be for a boy or a girl, uh, but primarily boys wearing this costume. And it's a superhero. Anybody want to guess who it is? Batman, Superman, can't hold a candle. Don't even make a dent on Spider-Man for Halloween. Uh, You know, spiders, black cats, witches. That's all coming together. Uh, Number two, princesses. (laughs) Number three, I am Batman. Then assorted superheroes. Number five for children. Back from the top, witches. If you dress your daughter up like a witch and you send her out into this disease-infested world, to get candy from strangers, God help you. I was gonna say five things, but I took them all back <laughs> but before I said them. Even all types of media, because listen, whatever whatever TV station you get your news from, they got an agenda, they're pushing you in a certain direction. But all, all media markets this year are warning, biggest warning ever put out by the federal government fentanyl is already being found in major stores it's it's already in the bag they don't even have to bring it home and and, and lace it themselves it's already in the bags in the stores they've got rainbow anybody seen these, these this rainbow fentanyl that's out there they got them in all the different colors to make them look like skittles and make them look like candy they had a doctor um on the news showing one of these tiny little fentanyl tablets and it was it was pinkish. It was, he put, took it out of the rainbow fentanyl, uh, candy-looking fentanyl. And they were saying, how, how much of that would it take, first time, to kill one person? He said this one tablet could kill 30 to 100 people depending on their weight. What's the chance your child survived eating one of those? None. None. Now, here's what's crazy. I, I have loved candy my whole life. Obviously, uh, I didn't get this, this, this big not loving candy. But I have never understood parents. Since, since we started this church, I always would give away candy uh, to, to myself and, you know, one or two other people. And the parents would say such crazy stuff like, because uh, I'd ask, you know, can your kid have, have something? Well, don't give them the red ones. I don't need an email saying how the red dye is different than the orange and the yellow, because it ain't. I don't need any information saying how your child gets absolutely loopy on the red ones, but not on the orange ones, because that's silly. Um, I just I just don't. But parents are like, oh, no, don't, don't give him any. But tell the pastor how much and what color candy to give, but dress your child up like a devil and send them out to total stranger's house with a big old giant sack, and then they come home and get mad at you because you ate a piece of it. I've been in this giving out candy game for a long time because I've always got candy. Trust. And I know parents don't like their kids just getting gobs. Parents worrying about cavities, worrying about teeth, worrying about sugar, worrying about nutrition. But going to go take, well, I throw all the candy. Then what's the purpose? Well, I don't let my child eat all that candy. Then what you going out begging for it for? Because it's fun. Some people. Some people might call what it is fun. Uh, it, 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 there's just no end to. I got so many statistics I can't get to them all. There's no end to the stupidity of it, though. Fifteen percent of Americans are going to dress their pets up and spend over over twenty million dollars uh, on dog costumes, and and they're going to dress they're going to dress them up as as pumpkins and witches. I see how you get the pumpkin. I don't see how you make a dog into a witch, but I'm not even trying. Um, they, he, he, oh, here's some, here's some dog costumes that are popular this year. Uh, hot dogs, Batman, the devil, Bumblebee, uh, witch, a shark, a princess. Uh, and of all the age groups that dig on Halloween, the number one age group, and we don't have a lot of y'all out here, but hear me good if you know one. Any, anybody want to know? It's the same age group that's messed up every statistic since they came along. Tell them, Bliss. Yes, that crowd right there loves Halloween. Why do your people love Halloween so much? They like to dress up. Well, okay, that could explain some things. Um, the millennials and and there's listen. There's only one properly defined age group on the planet. This is not me saying it because I'm in it. This is the facts. The government only ever ascribed dates to one group of people generationally, and that's baby boomers. That's from 1946 to 1964. Everybody else has kind of fluctuated in an 18 to 20, 15 to 19 year age range to cram all these different generations that they they talk to us about. But millennials, p- people typically right around 22 to 40 in that age range. But over 75% of all millennials are excited about and actively participating in Halloween so if you ever wanted to be special if you ever wanted to be uh, extra if you ever wanted to not go the way of the crowd if you ever wanted to be a thinker and do things uh, not through peer pressure if you're a millennial just avoid Halloween you've just made yourself all those things in one fell swoop now I don't know how 75% of them are going to participate with only 48% percent of them throwing a party I guess You know, you you got about 27% of people just bumping from party to party, but it's big. Halloween in America is big. Let's listen to what our text says. Put on the whole armor of God that you may be able to stand against the wiles or the strategies of the devil. This verse tells us that there are some things we need to make preparation for because we have an enemy with a strategy. And one of the enemy's greatest strategies is to get you to think that it doesn't apply to you. And that's for other people. But to you, it doesn't impact you that way. Hear me good. We are in a battle. The Bible talks about spiritual warfare. The Bible tells us that we have an adversary. The Bible tells us that uh, we, we have an enemy that has strategy. Verse 12 says, for we, talking about Christians, wrestle not against flesh and blood, comma. I'm always going to tell you, pause on the punctuation. Stop, think about it, digest it, get it in your spirit, take it in bite-sized pieces so you can understand it. We wrestle not against flesh and blood. People are not your enemy. The pastor who doesn't like Halloween is not your enemy. Your neighbor who has a different religion from you is not your enemy. Your boss, who you don't like, is not your enemy. We wrestle not against flesh and blood. We wrestle against principalities and powers, the rulers of darkness of this world, against spiritual wickedness in high places. Now, I love what Bishop's wife says, ain't nobody to be mad at but the devil. Some of y'all let people wind you up so much when you just need to realize, hey, they're an imperfect person just like I'm an imperfect person. They're probably going through a bunch of stuff like I'm going through a bunch of stuff. They're probably dealing with five things at once like I'm dealing with five things at once. And you get wired up about people getting on your nerves. when what you should be doing is focusing on the spiritual nature of things. Listen to what the Bible says in Ephesians 5.11. Talking to Christians. Have no fellowship with the unfruitful works of darkness, but rather reprove them. Have no fellowship with the unfruitful works of darkness. If there was ever anything that was unfruitful... And surrounded by darkness it is for sure halloween and that's why we don't do well can we do trunk or treat no we god is a creator and the devil is an imitator we don't imitate what the devil sets forth just to try to bring people into the church that's why we got empty seats we we don't cater to to the wishes and, and 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 the qualms and the hopes and the desires of unsaved people Just so we can have more people show up in church we want to please god by the way we live we want to obey god in what he says and we want to stick with this book i wish five people could say amen Amen. so i'm gonna read some stuff to you and get out of here the the term halloween and it's old older spelling halloween is shortened from all hallows evening it's the evening before all hallows day also known as all saints day which had been around for a long time so the devil had to create something to combat. in ireland the name was All Hallows Eve, often shortened to Halloween, and we got Halloween out of that on this side of the ocean. And the the Hallow Eve is not used much today, but it's still accepted in the United Kingdom. The holiday was part of a day of religious festivities in various northern European pagan countries until Pope Gregory the Third moved Old Christian Feast Day of All Saints Day to November 1st to give him a Halloween Christian interpretation. Now, see, this is what the church has done throughout its history. They have taken devilish stuff, pagan stuff, anti-Christian stuff, tried to throw a twist on it and say, look how we cleaned it up and made it Christian. Now, you're never going to catch me being mad um, at, at the Easter Bunny Easter eggs, you never catch me being mad at Santa Claus. I've sat through messages where the preacher tried to say if you jumble the letters around in Santa, you get Satan, and all that does is make me sit there for the next 30 minutes jumbling on the letters of his name, trying to figure out what I can hang on him. But this day, this Halloween, is by any and every examination anti-Christian at its root. Halloween is also uh, called, in Ireland, Pookie Night. Now, y'all have heard me talk about Pookie before. I told you keep your children away from Ray Ray Pookie and them because they don't mean him no good. Well, Pookie, listen, if your nickname is Pookie or if you've got a relative nickname, Pookie, if you know somebody nicknamed Pookie, you need to call them. Say, get off that nickname because it ain't good for you. Uh, Pookie is... Uh, The name given by people in Ireland to the most mischievous of all spirits. And somebody's thinking, that's my cousin. That's that pookie, man. That's that pookie for sure. Stop calling people by devil names. Realize, the church needs to wake up and realize, yes, there is good and there is evil. And God promised to... Curse those who refuse to draw a line between good and evil. He said, if you will call the unholy holy or the holy unholy, then God will put a curse on you. The people want to believe that the lines are getting blurry between what the church should and shouldn't accept, when in reality, no, they're not. The lines have always been the lines. Well, pastor, you're just old school, and you know God said he would do a new thing. God said he'd never violate his written word, and God don't connect with evil. Well, you know, times have changed. Times have changed for the worse, but God never changes. He said, I am the Lord. I change not. So you got to open your mind and just try to absorb some of the things that are being said today. Halloween is almost always associated with the occult. Many European cultural traditions hold that Halloween is one of the mystical times of the year when the spirit world can make contact with the physical world and when magic is most potent now this is huge this is big get this historically just believe that there are witches out there there's some people in the room that don't believe that there are witches out there we have covens in north florida you you can look up witches in north florida i i urge you not to because here's the reality i'll just let you know this right now the more you examine the occult the more the occult comes to your front door the more you examine evil the more you personally will have to deal with evil but This this night of the dead is a time where all occult believes that there's access coming and going, where a greater presence, a more potent energy of magic can can come. And it's seen in no better place than in downtown in the dead middle of Asheville, North Carolina. I don't know how many of y'all have ever been to Asheville, North Carolina, but Halloween is their biggest holiday. And they have a giant uh, concrete pencil shape. Anybody know what you call one of those big, giant, concrete pencil-shaped things that stick up into the sky? An obelisk. They have a giant obelisk called the Vance, V-A-N-C-E. Look it up later. Y'all studying on stuff, and you're going to miss the point. The Vance, every year, and I've been there, every year at the Vance, because... Asheville, they call it an eclectic group of people. If you deem yourself eclectic, anybody want to know what another word for eclectic is? Yeah, weird. But, I mean, in, literally, in Asheville, the locals, they wear pajamas more than they wear clothes. All men have beards down to here. Bathing is out of fashion. Deodorant is out of fashion. Um, so, you know, go there at your own, your own risk. But we sat and watched it one year. They had all the witches and all the dressed up and all the crazy, just circling around the obelisk because they believe that because it's so high, it's it's the tallest point of entry in in that geographic area. That spirits come and go, and that's the access point where that, that side can come to this side and this side can go. And so they're out. And then then of course you got to have uh, the, the the mean Christians out there, uh, if if they're Christians at all. I don't have a whole lot of stock in people that hold hold up banners that just say turn or burn if that's if that's the only scripture you got two 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 things to notice number one that's not a scripture number two that don't reach anybody turn or burn is is, is a mindset but you get you had all them out there screaming you're going to hell you're all going to hell i kept waiting for them to tell them how they could not go to hell i even engaged a few of them is there any good news to this going to hell speech anybody going to heaven not them (laughs) okay Too many Christians don't take the occult seriously though. I've, I've told y'all this, um, and it's relevant, one, because it's true and it speaks to the time that we're in. Uh, a little over a decade ago, I got a call um, from a man who said his name was Jess LeVay. Now, Jess Leve is the forsaken son, of Anton LaVey. Anton LaVey is the man who wrote the satanic bible. Now does the man who wrote the satanic bible uh, uh the I, I hate to even ask some of y'all would want to hang out with that guy because some of y'all might say yes but d- does that throw up a red flag to anybody? If you're like hey we're having potluck in my house oh cool I'm bringing Anton LaVey. Well who's Anton LaVey? Oh he wrote the satanic bible. He had some things he wanted to share with us before we ate. No, but this, this uh, Jess LeVay had broken from the satanic movement um, with his father and was living in, in hiding, and he had this, this girl he put on the phone. Uh, it was his spiritual daughter. He had led her to Christ, and she was being tracked down, and they were looking for a—I uh, a, never, I never believe people when they say, God told me you're the only one that could help me. I'm like, ah, witchcraft um lots of great but they said god directed them to us to help her and uh could they send her here and i'm like yeah that's just what we need a number one target of the devil's crowd coming our way i said i oh, go on and send her and i asked god please god deliver her where she is and we never saw her but the satanic movement is real well i don't believe it open your eyes there's satanic churches in jacksonville um there there are now obviously they don't lead with we're bad and uh we're gonna kill all y'all they 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 lead with what if up is down and down is up how do you know that this color is white and this color is black you're just saying what you've been told and and they bring a lot of confusion and they speak in 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 circles all the time but too many Christians don't take this seriously when we should We're, we're like people that living in the 50s I remember when Gail and I first got married, uh, we used to go a couple times a week, eat dinner at our parents' house. Uh, we lived four miles up the street from them, so we were over there all the time. They never locked their doors. Okay, well, I get it. You live off Jones Road in Marietta. You I mean, you know everybody out here. Um, you've been living here for, you know, 50 years, 60 years. Um, but finally, one day, somebody broke into their home. Well, guess what they started doing after someone broke into their home? Started locking their doors. See, um, it's naive to not lock your doors. If you feel like that's your badge of safety that means your neighborhood is awesome because you don't have to lock your doors, realize this. um, The number one, uh, well, I'll let you guess because I know you'll get it. What is the number one reason people call security alarm companies to come install an alarm in their home? Because they just got robbed. We got all uh, listen if you're one of those people still not locking your doors you're rolling the dice and taking your chances but we got too many people in a spiritual mindset that don't lock any doors to keep the bad out because they don't believe there is a bad and i'm going to tell you something Here, here's what's crazy statistics have shown this over the last hundred years more people believe in heaven than in hell now is that rational or is that convenient that's just convenient that's just what they want to believe. Why, why would there be a heaven without a hell? How, how can there be a good without a bad? How can there be an up without a down? How can there be mercy without justice? The, the, if there's a dark side, there's a light side. But people want to act like mm, there, there's nothing evil out there. Listen to what the Bible says. 1 Thessalonians 5.21 Prove all things. Hold fast to that which is good. Oh, verse 22. Here it is. The sledgehammer. Abstain from all appearance of evil abstain from all appearance of evil if you can make a case if you can articulate a case I, I i i will seriously i'll buy you lunch and sit down and listen to you articulate your case on how halloween does not look evil and that's why you don't have to abstain from it and that's as quiet as you'll ever hear the, the, the traffic even hushed <laughs> James 127 says, pure religion and undefiled before God and the Father is this, to visit the fatherless and widows in their affliction and to keep himself unspotted from the world. Now, I don't have time to preach all this, and I'm not teaching these verses uh, a lot in these individual verses today, but I want some of my Bible geniuses to tell me why does God want Christians to stay unspotted from the world? Because we get spotted. By what? By the world. Because we 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 don't keep ourselves away from it. I'm telling you, there scriptures are taught, but spirits are caught. And if you lay down with dogs, you get up with fleas. And if you're gonna roll around in the fire, your clothes are gonna get burned. It's just common sense 101 today, y'all. Yet and still, people are gonna have their evil in their yards. What about that just just does it for you down to your toes? Sad, sad, sad. 3 John 1, 11 says, Beloved, do not imitate what is evil, but what is good. He who does good is of God, but he who does evil has not seen God. Don't imitate what is evil. What I tell you to dressing these people up as? Witches. This 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 is crazy. You don't have to look hard to, to if you don't see it, you have to be closing your eyes and looking away. Ezekiel 22:26 says her priests have violated my law and have profaned my holy things, and they put no difference between the holy and the profane. Neither have they showed difference between the unclean and the clean and have hid their eyes from my Sabbath, and I am profaned among them. That's the section in Ezekiel 22 where God is promising to curse you if you don't put a difference between holy and unholy. That's what's wrong with some of your lives, some of your houses, some of all of our lives and houses, is we've allowed too much evil in it. We didn't put a difference between what was clean and what was unclean. I, I, I do it. I've done it consistently for people over the last 21 years since founding this church. I'll still do it. I always laugh on the inside. When someone gets a new house, they want the preacher to come over and do what? Bless the house. Pray over the house that it will be a holy place, a God-honoring place, a place free from evil, hurt, and pain. And then what's the first thing they do when, 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 they're, when they're ordering their cable TV? Loaded up on all the free movie channels they can get. Have you even seen? I had to do it last night. Tell me y'all to know my story. No. If, and this has been from day one with me and my kids. We watch a lot of movies. We go to movie theaters. All I have to do is hear the next. Tr- and, and I'm all. I cover my ears. I cover my eyes. I did it last night. On Did I do it last night on the couch? Covered my eyes last night on the couch, some crazy uh, commercial came in. It was over. I said, man, I don't need none of that in my mind. And you think that it's fun and it's just games? Listen, your mind is like a computer. And if you ever get old enough, you're going to remember this. You can hear songs from 20 years ago that you haven't heard in 20 years. You just hear a bit of it, and you finish the next three lines up. because you let it get in here. You can hear a song one time and if you learn how to orchestrate your file cabinet uh psychologists tell us that remembering something in your mind is like locating something in a multi-drawer file cabinet it's just a process of figuring out which drawer it's in and sifting through all the folders till you get it but anything you've ever heard anything you've ever smelled anything that touched any of your five senses is locked in your brain forever it's it's it, it's like a hard drive. You can't delete it. You think, well, I'll delete my cookies, clear my cache, and 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 clear my history. Uh, the FBI is a little smarter than you in your cookie clearing. And if they ever get a hold of your, how uh, many y'all at least know? If you don't get nothing, get a little computer education. How many y'all know that you cannot really delete anything off your computer? It's there forever. Do you know that much? That that's factual. Uh, yeah, there's a reason, you know. Hillary didn't stay in politics being stupid. There's a reason she took a hammer to hers. And threw the pieces away in multiple piles, because if FBI could have got get your hammered up computer, they'd piece that back together too. But it's it's in your head. The things that you let get in your head are stuck in your head. Leviticus 1010 says. And that you may put difference between holy and unholy, between clean and unclean. And if I had the time and enough honest people in the room, I would love to see it because I'm a curious guy. I, if, if I said, Let, let's just put difference right now. We're not going to, so don't freak out. And if this is your first time coming here, come back some other time when I'm, I'm not preaching on a subject like this. If we just divided the room up, everybody that thinks Halloween is evil... Go over there. Everybody thinks Halloween is not evil. Come over. I've had people tell me that everything can be redeemed and made useful for God. Let me say, if you're on that line of thinking, that's false. Everything cannot be redeemed. Uh, how about sex with animals? Can that be redeemed and used from God? How, how, how about mutilating children? Can that be redeemed and used from God? How, how about sneaking fentanyl in on uh Kindergarteners at lunchtime, can that be redeemed and useful? No, some things are just evil unto themselves and should be left alone. Stop trying to look for a way to sneak something evil into your life that God will approve because you put a twist on it. Pornography is not good. Can somebody say amen? If you replace the writing under the pictures with Bible verses, it would not make it Christian pornography. It would make it perversion with Bible underneath it people want to clean stuff up and think everything can be clean god said you better learn how to put a difference between what's holy and unholy between what's clean and what's unclean hosea 4:6, god said for my people are destroyed for lack of knowledge we will not march blindly into this institution of heathenism if you march into it you'll march into it having heard the truth second john 1:10 says if they're if there come any unto you and bring not this doctrine, receive him not into your house, neither bid him God's speed. Whoops. This this is a lot and when, when I'm trying to get to somewhere, but, but I got I to give some attention to this verse. When people come to your house at 9 o'clock on a Saturday morning, please don't answer your doorbell at 9 o'clock on a Saturday morning. Make them keep walking. And they want to stand in your doorway and teach you how, how Jesus is not God come in the flesh, perfect, holy, lived a sinless life. They want to teach you something other than what you've received. They want to teach you something other than the doctrine of the New Testament. Don't, don't let that person come into your house. Don't, don't even wish them well. Don't talk to them at all. Keep it moving. Step lively, young man. I got no time for this here. Well, shouldn't we invite them in, make them dinner, give them a mani petty, rub their feet? Uh, shampoo their hair and tell them about Jesus uh, it's not what my Bible says I'm not listening to people who are c- trying to come to my house to bring false doctrine in the New Living it says anyone who encourages such people becomes a partner in their evil work I'm not encouraging people keep your watchtower uh, I'm not buying any of your uh, uh, what, what, what was it they used to sell potato cakes I'm not buying any any none of that stuff don't, don't bring it my way. There's a guy who was a former high priest in the Celtic tr- tradition of Wicca, which is a form of witchcraft. He got saved. His name's Tom Sanguinette, and he's taught a lot about uh, the um, dependence that the occult has on Halloween and the day that it is for them. And I, I'm gonna read a quote. He said, the modern holiday we call Halloween has its origins in the full moon closest to November 1st, which is the witch's new year it was a time when the spirits aka demons were supposed to be at their peak power in revisiting the earth he went on to say halloween is purely and absolutely evil there is nothing we have ever or will ever do that could make it acceptable to the lord jesus christ now i read that and people think "Ah, what's the big deal it's just one day No, it's a lead up of days and, and, and there's lots of problems. You might be asking yourself, why, 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 are, why are you going through this again? Uh, because we need to know the truth. The Bible says that the only way to have real freedom is to know the truth. So let me, let me give you some backdrop. The origin of Halloween comes from the Celtic festival of Samhain, who is the Lord of death and evil spirits. Long before Christ, at least 2,000 years before Christ, Druids in Britain, Ireland, Scotland, France, Germany, and other Celtic countries observed the end of summer by making sacrifices to this false god Samhain the Celts the Celts considered November 1st as being the day of death because leaves were falling it was getting darker sooner and temperatures were dropping they believed muck Allah their sun god was losing strength to Sawain or or Samhain very common people look for what's going on in the earth and try to assign it to gods on a sunny day they thought the sun god was happy on a windy day they thought the wind god was angry on a rainy day they thought the rain god uh was was active and now every year we get this time where leaves are falling death is coming and so they they built this false religious theories about them that the and and right now days are getting shorter nights are getting longer And it's not because the sun is losing to the. the, It's not because the light is losing to the darkness. It's just because how that's how God set it up. But straight straight out of this quote, further they believe that October 31st, Sam Hain assembled all the spirits who had died during the previous year. These spirits had been confined confined to inhabit animal bodies for the past year as punishment for their evil deeds. They were allowed to return to their former home to visit the living on october 31st which is the feast of Hain. druid priests led the people in diabolical worship ceremonies in which horses cats sheep oxen and human beings were rounded up stuffed into wicker cages and burned to death this was all done to appease Hain and keep the spirits from harming them it is clear to see that halloween has always been a celebration of death well how do you think they got all these animals and you can read, all this is e- easily accessible online. Where do you think they got all these animals for these great sacrifices that they were throwing all across all these countries? You think they just had them in their back pocket? No, they went to farm owners. They went to people's houses and they rounded them up. Druid priests and people would go from house to house asking for fatted calves, sheep, and human beings. Listen to this, and I'm almost done. This is, this is the key point. Those who gave sacrificial animals or people to the priests were promised prosperity and those who refused were cursed and threatened with a curse in addition it was likely that all the wandering spirits would get hungry if you set out a treat for them they would not trick or curse you hence we get the origin of our common three words trick-or-treat they went yeah we're offering sacrifices to lord sam hayne or some people pronounce it saw wayne tonight and you need to give up one of your sheep and if you don't we're going to curse you and everything that you have got so trick-or-treat is an actual reenactment of these druid practices the candy has replaced the human sacrifices but it's still an appeasement of those old deceptive spirits a traditional response To those who do not treat is to have a trick played on them. When you give out handy, listen to this, believe it or you don't. When you you give out Halloween candy, you're in essence providing a sacrifice to a false god. Mm. You're participating in idolatry. Well, what about the jack-o'-lantern? I'm going to smash everything and we're going to go. The jack-o'-lantern has its origin in pagan practices too. In the book of the occult, conceit on page 190 the author writes the candlelit pumpkin or skull served (coughs) as a signal to mark those farms and homes that were sympathetic to satanists and thus deserving of mercy when the terror aka trick-or-treat of the night began oh so if you're devil friendly put a jack-o-lantern in front of your house so they'll know to pass you by see the christians we have our passover the, with, with, with the blood of Christ being on the doorpost, the, the, uh, the, the death angel passed by the Christians in the Old Testament that way. Well, Satanists, they have their Passover too. And you better have a jack-o'-lantern out there if you don't have Jesus. Um, the, apparent, the apparently harmless lighted pumpkin face of the jack-o'-lantern is an ancient symbol of a damned soul. Look it up. Any search you do on jack-o'-lantern will bring you to this damned soul struggling um, to, to find its way back to life. Well, what about costumes we dress up in? Well, they originated with these same Druid death rites. As people and animals were screeching in agony while being burned to death, the observers would dress in costumes made of animal skins and heads, and they would dance, chant, and jump through the flames in hope of warding off evil spirits how did we get from there to here and i've had people tell me for day well it's just harmless pastor scott you're just a dinosaur you just believe god's in everything and we have to please him all the time you just believe that jesus is real and he cares about this stuff yes the bible urges christians to have no fellowship with the unfruitful works of darkness we saw that in ephesians 5. though though halloween has been diluted there's still nothing Christ-honoring about the day. It's pagan sacrifice, and the Bible warns Christians, listen to 1 Corinthians 10:20. The things which Gentiles sacrifice, they sacrifice to devils and not to God. And I would not that you should have fellowship with devils. How can you have fellowship according to this verse by offering things as sacrifice? To the devils now if you read this contextually you'll find out that the unknown God is who they're talking about they're not sure that this is a God or what the God's name is but just in case they offer something the, the up to it and God tells us those things that you you, you think you're sacrificing you just think you're sacrificing them to an unknown God when really you're sacrificing it to the devil because you either give to God or you give to the devil in this life there's your only two choices of who's running good and who's running evil dr john macarthur who i don't agree with everything that he says but he's right about a lot of stuff uh says dressing up like witches ghosts and goblins is incompatible with a christian's testimony well that's why i dress my daughter up as princess patina and i dress my son up as thor i ain't got enough time for that message Here's something, we're, and I'll wrap this up. Now let's, let's get down to some, some real beyond what you may or may not speculate. This has happened every year for over 40 years in America, every year. More children are killed in car accidents on Halloween than any other day of the year. There's no getting around that. That's a hard fact. Children die on Halloween. Uh, A holiday that was created to sacrifice animals and people to the devil is still going on. Children are dying on Halloween more than any other day of the year. A study by the Center for Disease Control and Prevention showed that over four times as many children aged 5 to 14 are killed while walking on the streets during Halloween compared to any other night of the year. And there are more children visit emergency rooms on Halloween than any other night of the year. And you might be thinking, well, yeah, because they're all out there running in, in and out between cars. That's what you want your kids doing, running in and out between cars, jumping from house to house, crisscrossing, begging strangers for candy, getting fentanyl. When I was a kid, parents used to look through their candy, the kids' candy, before the kids got it. Um, to make sure the packages hadn't been tampered with because people were hiding stuff in, in, in candy even that long ago. But now it's not trackable because the package is completely sealed up. They, they opened up a bag, uh, and listen, um, I use Skittles more uh, as an illustration than what I actually eat, but I do, I do like Skittles. I don't like the off-brand or, or the, the, the non-normal ones. Got different colors in them new twists uh, certain flavors that aren't legitimate in my mind uh, they took a package of one of those it's got a, the bag is kind of whitish pinkish it's not the normal red skittles bag but anyway they squeezed it and showed it still had air in it when you squeeze a bag of candy or a bag of potato chips or a ziploc bag after you put your uh to go in it do you know what squeezing it lets you know It's completely sealed up. When no air is leaving it, it's completely sealed up. They opened a bag of completely sealed up Skittles on a news show, and they found uh, fentanyl candy inside a completely sealed up bag. You really want your kids, you really think your kids are going to investigate every piece of candy as they hog through it? And it's amazing because parents don't even let their kids eat that much candy in, in 2022 until it comes to a day like this. And there are going to be people getting hurt, y'all. We don't have watch night service at Abundant Life. What's watch night service? Well, that's code for coming to church on New Year's Eve and everybody hanging out in church and praying together at midnight to bring in the New Year together. The reason we don't have watch night services is because a very similar thing happens on New Year's Eve as happens on Halloween. Accidents, deaths, and injuries go way up. And I'm not going to have the church drive out here on New Year's Eve and then it be 1230 and say, okay, let's all go home, get on 103rd Street with the drunks and the crazies. Make no sense. But it makes no sense for you to turn your children out into the streets on the one night of the year that for over 40 years has been the single night of the year that more children get hurt, injured, and or die. Is it really that important that your kid gets candy? I can buy your child candy. I can buy your child all the candy your child needs, or wants. Now, if you come up to me and say, I want $100 for candy, here's what I'm gonna do. I'm gonna give it to you, and then we're gonna go buy it together, and we're gonna sit down and watch your child eat it together. <laughs> hey, I ain't stupid, I just look this way. <laughs> I was born at night, but it wasn't last night. Why? Well, because it's just so much fun, and the neighborhood comes together, isn't it funny how people come together over certain things but come apart over other things? How many of those neighbors do you think would come together off of uh, you, you wanting everybody in your neighborhood to get together and get on their hands and knees and just pray to a holy God? It's just, it is what it is. James 4.4 says, You adulterers and adulteresses, know you not that the friendship of the world is enmity with God. Whosoever therefore will be a friend of the world is the enemy of god we've got to make a difference we've got to stand differently there's got to be a difference between right and wrong there's if there's no difference in you since you got saved then hear me good then there's no difference in you since you got saved and the bible says the hallmark of true salvation is a changed life the bible says if you really get saved you'll become a new person and old things will pass away well i can't let go of halloween it's my favorite which part the devils or the damned souls Which part? The witches or the ghosts? Which which part? All all of the black cats or all all of the spider webs in in your yard? Which which of that is really your your thing? 1 John 2.15 says, Love not the world, neither the things that are in the world. If any man loves the world, the love of the Father is not in him. There's nothing Christian about Halloween, but there's a whole lot worldly about it. So what 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 should we do? And and here's here's my punchline I'm done. Do whatever you want to do. And here's the thing, and I want you to get this. And all y'all that tune me out, tune back in and we'll go home. I don't, I'm not gonna change how I think about you. If you have the biggest Halloween horror bash on your street, you do you, I'll do me. This isn't something I will break fellowship. If, if you're like, well, all the kids coming over my don't advertise that here. But if you want to do it in your own little world, then that's fine i'm not going to be mad at you because you don't do everything i say you should or shouldn't do we're all a work in progress but i want you to know this is drastically evil it's surrounded under costumes and candy to try to cover up the spiritual nature of it there's a spiritual nature behind this and there's a reason why kids get hurt more often on that night than any of so what, what should christians do well personally if you're ready to be all that god wants you to be I believe Christians need to come out of the closet. Y'all, y'all remember what coming out of the closet used to mean? Yeah. If one more person, if one more gay person tells the world what's going on in their life and says, I, I feel so be- much better, now I can live my authentic and true self, and someone calls them brave, that's oh, that's the bravest thing I've ever done. You ain't met a lot of bravery yet, because let me hear you. They're, coming out of the closet... I'm admitting that you're gay now Get you more friends in school. Just make you, make, make you look more attractive to the world. Oh, you're, you're open-minded. Listen, coming out of the closet used, used to be what, what gay people did when they had been hiding for so long. Listen, no need to hide, and I'm, I'll say it every time I bring it up. I ain't mad at gay people. I don't think being gay is any worse of a sin than not reading your Bible every day. We're commanded to read our Bible every day. We're commanded to pray every day. I don't believe, well, I think gayness is horrible. Well, what about your bitterness and your negativity? How do you think about that? The Bible says if you've offended at one point, you've broken them all. Okay, so I'm, I'm not picking on any one group of people, but I'm telling you, it's time for Christians to come out of the closet and stop participating in demonic rituals. That'd be a good start. Saying, you know what? We're supposed to be different. We're supposed to be salt and light. We're supposed to flavor and brighten our world for Christ. How are we going to do that? Hanging, playing. People got soundtracks playing in, in their yard uh, with, with witches screeching and, 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 and creepy haunted houses. And, and here's the reality. Going to a haunted house to be scared? Do you really like being scared that much? Because people don't. People don't. Now, I, I wish Dina was in the office. Well, Bliss has seen it. You, if, if you're sitting in a really quiet office and I'm in the building and there's no noise going on at all, what might happen, Bliss? Bang, bang, bang. Last time I banged on that door when you and Dina were in there, how, how hard your heart jump? I thought she was going to die and have a heart attack. I thought it was over. You know, okay, well, one less church member. <laughs> people don't like being scared like that but they pay to do it at a haunted house and the reason why why do you think the same people that cover their eyes watching a horror movie let the sheets back down to keep watching it because they've been convinced by the devil that it's fun even though they can't keep their eyes on it and they can't keep their eyes off it it's delusional and we need to put a difference between right and wrong second corinthians six fourteen says don't team up with those unbelievers how can righteousness partner with wickedness? And how can light live with darkness? What harmony can there be between Christ and the devil? How can a believer be a partner with an unbeliever? And what union can there be between God's temple and idols? For we're the temple of the living God. As God has said, I will live in them and walk among them. I will be their God and there will be my people. Listen to verse 17. Therefore, therefore means because of all that I just said, come out from among unbelievers and separate yourself from them, says the Lord. Don't touch their filthy things, and I will welcome you, and I will be your father, and you will be my sons and daughters, says the Lord Almighty. Put verse 17 back on the screen. Coming out from among them, separating yourselves from them, not touching things that God says are filthy is your access to God. You want more of God in your life? Pull back from the things that you're doing that he he declares are wrong. We close by saying this. Everything about this holiday is evil. Haunted houses are not for the people of God. Well, what about judgment houses and Christian alternatives? I already told you. We don't don't imitate the world. The the, the Bible says, be not conformed to this world, but be transformed by the renewing of your mind. We're not supposed to imitate what they do. They're busy trying to imitate what we do. But kids love trunk or treat. Kids would love for you to go to Walmart every day of the week and buy a big old giant bag of candy and hand it to them. Kids would love to get dressed up in anything you want to dress them up with, run around and, and, and jump and holler and play with their friends and leave with a whole bunch of candy. You don't have to wait till the devil says it's that day to get your kids candy. Well, it's not just the candy. Aha! It's not just the candy. It's, well, it's just the dressing up and have fun. No, that's just what you see with your eyes because you're not seeing the spiritual atmosphere behind it. The movies that come out this time of year, please, please stop going to horror movies. Please stop watching horror movies. you lock that in your brain forever. You've got to be careful about what you let get into your inner person. Dressing up your kids and calling it fun is a dangerous thing, because the devil's a deceiver, and he wants us to think that it's okay to do it come out from among them and be separate like I said if you decide to ignore all this information and you decide to say you know what it's fun for me and I'm gonna do what I want to do I'm not gonna be mad at you I'm not gonna ask you to leave the church I'm not even gonna tell you you can't sing in the choir anymore you do what you feel like is right to you but why would you participate in something where the witch is is the number one person on the screen Why would you participate in something that God told us to come out from and be separate? Why would you participate in the harming of children? Especially, I mean, and y'all know, I didn't get freaked out by the pandemic. We never canceled a church service. We didn't stop having church. uh, And a lot of people quit the church and said, Pastor Scott's out of his mind. He's not protecting the people. Uh, I'll leave all that up to God. I never made anybody come to church during the pandemic. I wasn't, I, I'm not somebody who was all freaked out about the pandemic, but th- it is real that COVID still exists. Amen? So real. But we're going to send kids out in, in masses, huddling up together to beg strangers for candy, and somebody's going to get fentanyl. And I'm going to close with this. Do you believe it's possible that there'll be one child in America, just one child, Who gets something bad mixed in their candy that does them harm is that possible would you want that child to be yours last question do you believe that it's possible that with all the running around and all of the traffic and people angry because they can't get home and ducking and dodging and whipping around cars fast because they finally see a clean lane on their street do you think it's possible that one child will get in an accident with a vehicle on halloween why would you put your kid at that risk? For a bag of candy, I'll buy him a bag of candy. We need to wake up. And we need to see the truth for what the truth is. Heaven is hot. Eternity is long. If you're here and you're not saved, none of this should make sense to you because the Bible says that unsaved people don't understand spiritual things. If you're here and you don't have a personal active Dynamic relationship with the Lord Jesus Christ. Let me tell you this. The Bible says if you'll confess with your mouth the Lord Jesus and believe in your heart that God raised him from the dead, you can be saved. If if you realize that there's something missing in your life and it's not well with your soul and, and God has shown you that you need more of him, you don't have to walk this aisle. You don't have to pray a prayer with me. You don't have to shake my hand. The Bible says whosoever shall call on the name of the Lord shall be saved. If you'll call out to God and ask Him to save you, He'll do it. Now, you might end up like me. I had to do it lots of times. didn't work for me the first time. Why? Well, I didn't know for a long time, but then I finally read a book, uh, a verse in Jeremiah, where God said, you'll only find me when you search for me with your whole heart. And I hope that you're in that place today. If you're, if you're not a Christian, I hope that you'd be willing to search for God with your whole heart because when you search for Him, He'll find you. God is available if, if you need prayer if, if, if you need counseling let us know we're here for you but know this for sure if you're a Christian you can pray for yourself and I want you to start praying that God would give you wisdom and that God would give you greater guidance by his spirit so that doing the right thing will not be difficult the Bible says one of the true hallmarks of spirituality the King James says that his commandments are not grievous What it means is when you really fall in love with God, it won't be hard for you to keep his commandments. It won't bother you to do what he says. Offering time won't make you duck your head and want to leave early. It's just a sign of maturity. What immaturity says, well, I'm mad. I don't like what you said. I'm going to take my ball and go play somewhere else. Okay, but go knowing God loves you and the devil will do anything he can to steal from you, to kill you, and to destroy you. That's what the Lord says. Pray with me. God, thank you for your word. God, I thank you for truth, and I pray that you'd let us walk in it. God, I pray that you would teach us how to be more urgent for your presence. Give us a hunger and a thirst for you, God, like never before. God, I pray for every lost person in the room today. And all they've heard is this Halloween stuff. God, I pray that you would do what only you can do, supernaturally pour your love out on them and let, you, let them know how much you love them. God, for every real Christian in the room, I pray that you'd give us strength to make a stand, not, not to argue with anyone, not to upset anyone, but for our own conscious sake to do what you would have us to do. You're worthy of all praise, God. And we ask you to help us to love you as we should and love each other the way you've commanded us to. In Jesus' name, amen.